Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Everybody to the Lazy Geeks podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas, and I'm Adam Riley. All right, so jumping uh, right into a couple of things. Um, so, uh, really quickly, if you guys have been to the site lately and all this stuff, and you're starting to see like different artwork and stuff like that up here, it's we're kind of revamping the brand right now. Not rebooting, not that kind of stuff, but we're just kind of touching up a little, uh, a few things. You know, Adam gets bored about stuff. And um, yeah. just doesn't like when things get old. Yeah, and, uh, I'm the one that changes shit all the time. Yeah, because, you know, I have to hear it because I have to change it, but then I have to hear it. You know, I don't like, oh, why don't we get into this? No, no, no. And, if you go to the website frequently, with, frequently, which hopefully you do, if you notice that the theme has changed about 500 times in the last month, that's not me. I don't even know if I know how to do that. <laughs> he barely knows where the site is. He, he barely knows <laughs> where spell check. He barely knows where spell check is on there. Um, That's real talk. <laughs> no, but well, the thing, the big thing was, and this was something Adam had brought up to me, and and to me, it didn't really bother me because I had small screens. Is when you have the site on a big screen, and if you've been to the site recently within the last week or so, you've probably been there today. I'm going to assume that because you know makes my life a lot easier. It, yeah. you, if you ha- you're watching it on a big screen, you notice, and you really notice on Facebook, a bunch of uh, blank spots on the side. Doesn't utilize the full screen. Now, we use WordPress.org uh, for, our, for our site. Cool thing is one of the themes that they had actually manipulates itself depending on the screen you use. So when I use it on the laptop, Everything fits perfectly, but when I see it on my 22-inch screen, and you have, what, a 23? Um, yeah. Yeah. 23. It fills out the whole screen. And I remember when I did that and Adam first noticed the change, he was like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. You it, know? It looked a million times better. Yeah. So that that's kind of been the thing is trying to find something that, that, that really works. And the reason why it changes so much because I was never totally happy with what we had. By the way, Hail Hydra. Um <laughs> uh so that was kind of the thing and then uh you know we had some blank spots and then i had to kind of i wanted to redo some of the the um condos so now if you notice at the very top of the web page you know we have our a new collage up there of all the stuff you know different things that were cool in it. and if adam looks at it he'll notice there's a bit of batman in there you know because Wait, what? yeah if you look at the top of the web page um and the banners you're gonna see like a collage of like doctor who and there's some video games oh, old school that. games see, yeah. i was too busy looking at the superior content <laughs> so <laughs> yeah not from neither of us by the way um no but uh, actually i actually like it because um and i see i see the change often because i either have a window full screen or i have it half of my screen so <laughs> when you ch- when you change it it just kind of automatically adjusts and it's 
It's sexy. Yeah. yeah. And it, it looks good like that. And it's just, it's a lot more. And this is the longest that I think I've had a profile because I've been happy with it. And that's one of the big things. And, you know, when you're doing this, you want this to be what you want it to be. You know? <laughs> Did the Joker smack Robin? Let's say he backhanded Robin in the collage <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, there, there's been a lot of that. And then with the rebranding and, and Adam had mentioned this a while back I'm telling I'm, I'm speaking the truth here that you know he thought you know and this has been we're going in on four years now and you know that we should have changed the theme song a little bit you know um, and uh, I, I, you know I, I agreed with it but I wanted to just find something that that kind of worked with the time frame that I have because a lot of times I find songs that are that are just way too long and then having to sit there and edit and something that worked for the site but as well as worked for me in the editing process so um it's all about steve <laughs> basically yeah because adam just shows up with a beer in his hand and does oh i did the show okay i'm going home and you i know? leave and i drop the mic <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> um you know so that that's kind of how how it's been um, so yeah, so there's going to be a lot of changes. You're going to notice changes in the artwork on the podcasts and, you know, new music and things like that. So we're just kind of, you know, changing it up a little bit, you know, just kind of making it new, but not, um, so yeah. Uh, now <laughs> you, you, if you, for those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you'll know that, um, Adam and I have always complained about our jobs. Um, it doesn't everybody. Though. Yeah, doesn't every, everybody. everybody does. But, um, you know, it's just never having time for anything. Well, mine was, I had no time for anything, yet it was sucking my soul. Um, so, finally, I just, I had enough. And went into work and said, I'm peacing out today. And peaced out. Um, he literally went to work. And <laughs> boss was like, hey, you late. And he just fucking slapped her in the face. Went, I worry about that. I worry about that. <laughs> no, it was. I wish it was that dramatic, but uh, I told all my employees that I was leaving, and they're like, "What? Are you you fucking serious?" And I was like, "When? Two o'clock today. Like I'm I'm bouncing out, and I'm not even finishing out my full shift. I'm bouncing out early. Um, yeah. So I I just was done. I was tired of it. It was it was making me a not a pleasant person to be, and um, and I, I was just I, it was time for me to go. So I'm you're gonna now I'm putting a lot more effort into the site because I'm killing time now because now I got time to do this shit and that's what I've been doing and that's what I've been kind of doing the last week, um, just telling Adam yeah I'm gonna do this and Adam's like oh okay, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. all right that's cool because I'm I'm at work yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Hold uh, on, let me peel the children off of my leg. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Uh, but most importantly, I know for most of you, you really want to know what we thought about Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, I hated it. <laughs> I hate the fact that I can't watch it again without paying that $10. <laughs> uh, I loved it. Um, yeah, I did too. It was just like, it's just if you haven't seen it yet, what are you doing? Um, you need to check this out. It was just, it was a great story. Uh, um, you know, just everything that they had going on really kind of, I mean, you kind of knew where it was going, but at the same time, that kind of nice little flip they did, you know, as, as you know, for the whole, you know, the, the ending. I don't really kind of want to say it, but, you know, it's just like for the, the whole ending portion really kind of just surprised me. Like, look, this what happened. <laughs> <laughs> See, what had happened was. <laughs> but no. You I, ain't seen it yet, you a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it was just like it, um, action sequences were fucking insane. Oh, fuck yeah, they were. The fight scenes. Dude, Cap like, Captain America was brawling, yo, dude. This movie really showed off that Captain America don't fuck around. See, yeah. Captain America, he always fights like it's the 40s, like where men were men, like that kind <laughs> of shit. You know what I mean? Like he's just constantly punching people in the face <laughs> and throwing that fucking shield. <laughs> I know, dude. But, dude, like, um, you know, like when he when he jumped on that ship in the beginning – 
and all of a sudden you just start seeing him like roundhousing people and shit like that and the way he like dude when he hit that one guy with the shield and sent him right over the boat like over the yeah. edge of the boat you're like fuck dude and you know and, and then even black widow though like when she took on winter soldier you know you're just like just the hand-to-hand combat was just see, fucking like, ridiculous I, when i was watching that movie and i kept seeing stuff i'm like see this is that's who I remember from the comic. Right. For Captain America and Black Widow. Because it, it's like they are supposed to be some of the greatest hand-to-hand combatants, you know, in the Marvel right. Universe. Right, yeah. And especially Black Widow. Black Widow always does some fancy shit. So. And then the the introduction of Falcon. I like the way they did it. I, yeah. I liked how, you know, he just said he flew. And then it's just like, you said you were a pilot. I never said I was a pilot. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Um, although I liked when they they dropped Stephen Strange, they named yeah. dropped Stephen Strange. I was like, oh shit! So, you know, it's it's. I was I was with my wife, so I'm like, yeah, and she's like, what? And I'm all Stephen Strange. She's like, who? <laughs> oh, fuck, Jesus, never mind. <laughs> oh man, but uh, you I know. divorced her on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the movie, she had papers. Like, it was already done and done. She's still at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give her a ride. <laughs> we were through. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so definitely, you know, I, I mean, I kind of actually, for me, as much as I love the Avengers, I actually kind of thought it was a little bit better. A little bit better than the Avengers. No, I do too. Yeah, and um, and I still like the Avengers. Yeah, I still but... I still love the Avengers, but I think it just had such a stronger story. Like it really showed the characters and where they were going. You the know? only thing I, I the only thing that kind of bugged me in that movie was the little sound effect that played when the Winter Soldier would show up. It was just obnoxious. <laughs> You're like, Wee! like, what are you, what, why, what is going on? <laughs> what are we doing here? And it wasn't part of his costume or, or anything. It just was in the music track. Oh, and yeah. You're like, why does it have to sound like fucking Pinhead just came to, to drag you to hell? You know, like, come on, come on. Come what are we doing? Come on. You know, yeah. come on. <laughs> oh, man. But you you got some news this week. You had I'm a busy week. Right, I do. You had a busy week. I've had a splendid week. So I got a new um, phone. I got the no more Windows phone for me. Because I got that Nexus 5. He got a big boy phone. This phone is so fucking cool, dude. It does like a million things. <laughs> and it's actually, it's a lot better than I remember. Because I had an Android phone um a proper Android phone. I've had a couple prepaid, cheap, piece of shit Android phones. But the last proper Android phone I had was probably the Samsung Epic. <laughs> that was so, Sprint, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was a long time ago, too. Um, so this phone is pretty cool. I've been checking out um, what are a few things. And Android people will know what I'm talking about. But um, one thing is... The whole Google Now thing where I could say, okay, Google, and then say something. Um, I'm not so much impressed with just that as I am with it understands everything I fucking say. Because I've always had a problem. Because I have an accent. So I've always had a problem. I'll say something. And it will be like, what? Like, there's no one I'm fucking talking about. And I'll, I end up having to talk like this to the phone all the time. But I was testing it out. Is that Boston <laughs> accent? I literally... <laughs> I got on this Google pit and I go, because you have to say, you have to, you have to be on the home screen. The only one that you could do it, the the Moto the Moto X or something, the mm. new Mo- Motorola phone, right. it has it has eight cores and one core is dedicated to listening to you at all times. Well, the Nexus <laughs> 5 doesn't have that. So you have to be on the uh, home screen. So if you're on the home screen and you say, okay, Google, it goes, dun, dun, and it chimes up and starts listening to you. So I was, I, really, I was like, okay, Google, man, what's the weather look like today? Like I said, it real, like, <laughs> like hood, like I was just hanging out. And it told me what the weather was like. So, it, I mean, the obviously. Thing, thing was, it said it like, man, bitch, you can't open out the window. I ain't going to tell you. <laughs> Straight up. That'd See, be funny. That, that's the kind of OS I want to do. I want to develop, dude. Give you an attitude. <laughs> yeah, just be like, you know, it's like on, 
Uh, set the alarm, dude. That's too fucking early. I'm gonna set it so for you're, seven. You're in a you're in a you're in a bad mood. You're like, what's the weather look like? <laughs> Phone chimes. Dude, dude, you better check that tone. <laughs> first, That's how you fucking talking to me. You know, first off, you better you better lower that bass in your voice. <laughs> or your contacts about to get it, homie. <laughs> like, damn. Um, a couple other. Or about uh, to call work and say you're coming in early. <laughs> right. One thing was um. I heard about this and I was like, nah, it's probably not going to work, but I did anyway. So we're going to, it was the morning. My wife and I were going to go to Walmart at night. And she's like, remind me to get milk. I ain't going to fucking remember that shit. Mm -hmm. That's the trick, isn't it? Remind me to get milk. So now it's not her fault if she forgets milk. Now it's my fault because I didn't remind her, bitch. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, so I... I told my phone, I said, I said, okay, Google, remind me to get milk when I'm at Walmart. And it said, chimes up, and then you have to tap it just to confirm. I forgot about it. I forgot about that. I forgot about the milk. I forgot about we were going to Walmart, and I forgot about the thing. So I get into Walmart, and I hear ding, ding. I'm like, what the fuck? I open my phone. It says, get milk. I said, no, you fucking didn't. <laughs> Location-based <laughs> reminders, ladies and gentlemen. That's the future. Okay. <laughs> Um, and just everything else, man. Like, it's just tons of tons of little fucking apps and shit, you know. I don't even have that many apps. <laughs> the apps, the apps were never the problem for me with with the Windows Phone. There's a few. It was always if you could jailbreak it. That was usually your thing. Well, see, that's why I got that Nexus Five. It's already open. I do whatever <laughs> fucking want with. But I've, I've honestly, I'm just really enjoying um, just stock Android. Just leaving it like How that. How big is it? How big is the screen? Five inches. So, it's nice, man. It's it's pretty dope, and it's only a four hundred dollar phone. Yeah, that's a cool thing about Nexus. Pinches, not like anyway. Eight hundred. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> Moving right along, I also got a new car. So, uh, I got a two thousand thirteen Kia Optima. It's a slick car. This thing's a beast, dude. Mm-hmm. So it's um, I was showing the guys at work today. And they're like, oh, that's the shit, right? That's a nice whip. The, the the real people, the ones that are like that that are like the friends, the work friends, like, oh man, I'm real happy for you. You're doing good, you know, you're doing good things, whatever. And then there's always the occasional fucking like that car's yeah, that car's kinda wag. Like, shut up, bitch. You just jealous as you driving that fucking Ford tempo over there. <laughs> that fucking mouth. You know, and I'm not, I'm not one. I don't brag. Like I don't, I don't go to work. Oh, look at that fucking whip. Your whip sucks. I just go, yeah, I got a new car. You guys can come check it out. You know, whatever. You know, I'm so proud of it. You know, but I'm, I don't gloat. But some people were like, oh, you just gotta shove it in everybody's face. I'm like, well, I drove yeah. to work. Let's see. <laughs> All I did was drive to work. How was it shoved? Literally, I drove into work. I parked the car. I got out. Put my alarm on. I started walking up. And there was a couple people outside. And two of them were two of them were just homies by they're like, Oh yeah, that's, that's cool. That's your new rider. Oh cool, man. One dude's like, Yeah, you gotta just shove it in everybody's face and I go, By driving it here? <laughs> what, what would you like me to do with it? You know, just keep it in the pocket lot at home or what? Stupid ass. So he that's the motherfucker that uses uh, his little bicycle to get to work. Uh so then I clowned him. Yeah. Because yeah. he was being a bitch. But if you were it's, leaving the same time he was, you'd ride up to him and go, want to race? Want to race? Come on. Let's race, go. Bitch. Let's go, Rich. I'm fast and furious your ass. <laughs> I'm about that life. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the car? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, because remember your wife came up last weekend? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm all about to post a picture and shit. Yeah. That sounds scandalous as fuck. Your wife came up this weekend. What? <laughs> well, you know, you <laughs> been a while. Pay some, man, pay some of those bills. Yeah, you know. There's no questions asked. That's all. Yeah, yeah, you know, she need money. Hey, what can if you do, any, you know? <laughs> if anyone needs a refresher on, on uh, this car, this was the car from the, uh, I think it was two years back, the Super Bowl commercial with Adriana Lima and like sand the sandman spilled too much fucking powder on this dude and he had like the most manliest dream alive when he's <laughs> racing a car oh yeah 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 that's my car <laughs> yeah it, it didn't pr- come with Adriana Lima but unfortunately I thought it did I was thinking about returning it but <laughs> like fuck this shit <laughs> where's Adriana Lima <laughs> she could probably buy like 500 of them a day yeah exactly 
Uh, I she could have one for every minute of the day. Uh, um, Never. <laughs> um, but just, you know, we're science guys here. We like science. We like cool stuff. If you do, cool. If not, fuck it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> um, if you don't, go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, we, don't, we don't give a shit. Uh, lunar Eclipse. Monday night, oh, yeah. tonight, or tomorrow. Well, for us, it's actually tonight. Um, yeah, uh, North America starts at like, it's supposed to start at like one thirty in the morning East Coast time, so like 9.30 West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Benefit about living on the West Coast. Um, yeah. It's always cool because the lunar eclipse always looks like blood moon and shit. I always thought those like look kind of cool, you know. Yeah, lunar eclipses are cool. Yeah, and you can actually look at them. Yeah, you can sit there and stare at them <laughs> and watch them and not, you know, worry about your retinas getting burnt out. I mean, you can look at a solar eclipse too, but <laughs> we don't know. advise it. But you can do it. <laughs> you're no, a big, how, you're a grown how, up. You're a grown up. You can do what you want. This is how you weed out the stupid people. <laughs> Next time there's a solar eclipse, stare directly at it. <laughs> <laughs> Now for the people that do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm well, just empl- keeping seeing eye dogs employed. Because <laughs> it's all about the jobs. That's right. <laughs> you get the jobs, you get the khakis, then you get the girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, man. Uh, real quick entry in our Take, our, take My Money section. Um because of the last couple of weeks, and if you guys have been listening to the last couple of shows, we've been talking a lot about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And Adam and I always reference, well, like the cartoon, but we also reference the 1990 movie. Um, so I decided, you know what? I don't own that bitch. I needs to own that. Um, and I needs to own it. <laughs> I needs to own it. Because I loved the first movie. Movie was a lot of fun, and it just it you know it was it was enjoyable. It had a cool story, so I thought you know what I gotta get that. So I looked around; nobody fucking has it in their stores. <laughs> I don't. I'm not surprised really. Yeah. Uh, but I actually found it on Amazon for eight ninety nine on Blu-ray. Um, you know, I mean, the Blu-ray is just really the movie, uh, and you know, you don't really need much more than that for that movie. Um, right. And uh, so yeah, so the other night popped it on. Uh, still holds up, still holds up, still funny. Um, you still kind of trip out because, you know, the animatronic faces and like the shit they were doing in those costumes, you know, it's like, that's, you know, it's like, dude, you know, not when, not CGI or any of that bullshit motion captured. Yeah. They were getting down. Yeah. And, um, uh, so yeah, it was uh real, real fun. The only downside is, is because it is Blu-ray and the film, mo- movie wasn't shot in high def. When you get into the bigger screen, like 40 inch and up, you can kind of see the pixelations in the black. Um, but keep in mind, you know, I only spent like eight or nine bucks for the movie, so I wasn't going to bitch too much about it. Um, but yeah, it's you can get it like dirt cheap. Um, I'm pretty sure you'll probably see a, a set coming soon with the new movie coming out because, you know, it's all about whoring out the, um, <laughs> the merchandise. Pretty much. So... Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely pick it up. I think it's, it's, it's worth it if you, if you love the original movie. So, um, but yeah, (laughs) and I posted on Facebook too, like, um, I posted a comment on there and then Adam replies (laughs) with his favorite scene in the whole movie. Fuck yeah, dude. When he's watching, Michelangelo is watching the, uh, tortoise in the hair, the tortoise in the hair and he's Asian ninja kick his ninja kick the damn rabbit. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Uh all right. Well I think on that note it's time to get into some news. So in movie news this week, actually more television news, uh judging by the numbers, it seems that uh many of you turned out to see Captain America the Winter Soldier. If you haven't, you need to see it. Particularly if you're watching Marvel's Agents of Shield. Uh if you're on the fence about watching that movie. You can check out my review on thelazygeeks.com and see how it plays out in the Marvel Television Universe with last Tuesday's episode. Uh, The ending of Winter Soldier was destined to have an impact on the television series as they were designed to reside in the same universe. Uh, With that in mind, 
Colby Smulders has been slated to reprise her Maria Hill character in the April 29th episode. We've already heard that Samuel L. Jackson is set to return in the season finale. Quote, it just makes sense that the military comes into play now that S.H.I.E.L.D. is a questionable organization and has been infiltrated at its roots by an evil organization, uh, one of the producers told CBR. For the rest of the season, tension is high, trust is thin, and we're going to have to see how the team tries to hold it together. This will mark her first reprisal of the role since in the series since her cameo-ish appearance in the pilot episode. Granted, she's been tied to her other How I Met Your Mother series until it ended this year, so it could possibly see her join the series in a more of a recurring role. Hmm. TV Line is reporting that her return will be larger as a possible Colson Hill team-up. Um, I've always liked her portrayal as Agent Hill in the movie and thought she was perfect when the casting announcement was released. Uh, she's very easy on the eyes, but you can know you know she can handle a firearm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, when I first, when they were doing the Avengers and they're like, yeah, Colby Smulders as uh, Maria Hill, I was like, oh yeah, she she fits. Yeah. You know, we've seen her in How I Met Your Mother with the guns and shit, so you knew she was going to handle herself. She's Canadian. Yeah, I know, right? Shoot everybody. <laughs> so, such a violent people. I know, right? Us peaceful Americans are just yeah. shocked. I know, those those Canadians and their gun-toting mentality. It's like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. Speaking of, uh, ah, fuck it. <laughs> I was going to do something, but, yeah. So, David Letterman announced uh, that he would be retiring from television next year, just, just last week. It seems CBS moves fast, and it's already revealed Stephen Colbert as replacement host. Colbert was a frontrunner for the role throughout the week, and CBS made the move today to give him the spot. Colbert has signed a five-year deal with CBS for the new Late Show, which Stephen Colbert... Late Show would keep... Oh, Jesus. The new Late Show with Stephen Colbert, which airs sometime in 2015. Quote, Stephen Colbert is one of the most inventive and respected forces on television, says Leslie Moonves president and CEO of CBS Corporation in a statement. David Letterman's legacy and accomplishments are an incredible source of pride for all of us here and today's announcement speaks to our community of upholding with what? Upholding what he established for CBS in the late night. Oh, there's more quotes. Stephen is a <laughs> multi-talented and respected host, writer, producer, sat- satirist, satirist, satirist. Satirist, uh, yeah. Whatever. And comedian who blazes a trail of thought-provoking conversation, humor, and innovation with everything he touches, said Nina Tassler, chairman of CBS Entertainment, and obviously his number one fan. Um, he he is a he is a presence on every stage with interests and notable accomplishments across a wide spectrum of entertainment, politics, publishing, and music. We welcome Stephen to CBS with great pride and excitement and look forward to introduce him to our network television network television viewers Um, so now last quote this is what Colbert said Um, simply being a guest on David Letterman's show has been a highlight of my career I never dreamed that I would follow in his footsteps though everyone in late night follows Dave's lead he adds I'm thrilled and grateful that CBS chose me now if you'll excuse me I have to grind a gap in my front teeth <laughs> so I th- for the only thing I want to say about this Stephen Colbert is extremely talented and I think he would make an excellent replacement for David Letterman if not better because David Letterman is getting fucking old um, <laughs> but the problem is, is that the general the general American public that watch him all the time aren't going to, they're going to be confused because he plays a character on his show. He's not actually the person that you see on TV on Comedy Central because he plays that like ultra Republican, like everything a Republican stereotype is. Right. So he's going to do the show and I've seen him in interviews when he's just being normal and he looks like a very kind and um, just, you know, well-spoken and, and just, you know, funny, but just a normal good dude. So people are going to watch this show and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how uh, 
how the honeymoon period of that cools off. But I think I think it was a good choice. Yeah, I mean, he's not a big name. You know, like everybody was saying, oh, yeah, it could be Ellen. I'm like, they already have shows. They're not going to leave their shows to do that. Late night isn't the best spot anymore. No. It used to be. Yeah. But it's not anymore. No, and, and especially a lot of them like Fallon and uh, Kimmel, and a lot of them are using online stuff to bring in their audience, and that's, mm-hmm. what the, that's what the new stuff has to do, you know? You have to have those moments out there, and you don't really—you didn't really see that with Jay. You didn't really see that with David because they never really knew how to embrace it. But like, since you know, when Kimmel's show was on, half his skits were up on Hulu like the next day, you know, and you could watch it and go like, "Oh man, I gotta go! Sh- I gotta tune in for that," or watch it the next night. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be—it'll be interesting. But uh, moving on into gaming news. It is weird when it gets revealed that there was a video game coming to you before it was canceled. Uh, what makes it weirder is that it was it was actually that there's actually gameplay footage of the game. It seems to be the late motif of Lucas Arts that was preparing another Forced Unleashed game, but this time with Darth Maul as the lead. The latest issue of Gameformers reporting based on anonymous sources that Redfly Studios and LucasArts were working on a third-person action game featuring Darth Maul as its central character for eight months before it was canceled. If Redfly Studios sounds familiar, it should. They were the company that developed, uh, that had development duties in porting Star Wars Force Unleashed 2 over to the Wii. After proving successful with that project, they were given development duties of the Darth Maul game, which was geared to be a Nintendo exclusive. Eventually, they backed off that idea and moved development to the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, PC, and the Wii U. Redfly began developing the game in October 2010 until George Lucas decided to screw up the machine by saying he should they, um, they should include Darth Talion for a buddy uh, cop-like experience. And everybody everybody wonders why the prequels were so bad. Uh, <laughs> let's forget the fact that they were separated by more than a century between the two characters, but they tried it anyway. Apparently the studio was doing so well that LucasArts considered buying the studio for a short time, but that never happened and the game was promptly cancelled in 2011. Um, you can see the footage on the website, lazygeeks.com, um, which looks... It looks like it would have been a cool game. However, the game mechanics were that of the old of the whole Force Unleashed title. While those games were had cool mechanics of being a Jedi, they were bogged down with a lame story, and the second game failed to make it any cooler. At this, at this game, add this game to the list along with Star Wars 1313, that had some cool footage, but no one will ever get to play it. While many people complained about the quality of the Star Wars games, it may be a good thing that we never got to play them until EA releases their first new game next year, and we'll have to see if Disney made the right choice. (laughs) (laughs) I think think they should just make the next Star Wars movie about Jar Jar Binks, and that's it. That's it. (laughs) Follow them around. Jar Jar Binks, and um, it has to have the young Anakin, the, the little kid. Oh my god, fuck him. <laughs> I don't, I, you know what's weird about the young Anakin? I don't know why I don't like him. I really don't. Like, I've thought about it. I've put some time and effort into trying to figure this out. And I just, every time I see his face, I'm like, oh, fuck you. Stupid little kid. I don't know. He just looks like a douche, you know? Yeah. And he probably grew up to be one. Or a drug addict. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, we'll be honest. Um. All right, so... The multi I used to use this back in the day. I can't remember what games I used it for, but I used to use it all the time. Um, the multiplayer matching service GameSpy uh, will be closing its doors on May 31st, and a lot of games are going to be left out in the cold. A few games have been confirmed by their publishers to be moving to replacement services, but most are still un- unspoken for. Slash R slash games has compiled a list of games that will be affected by the shutdown. Take into account that this list can change as time marches on. So quickly, um, the games that are definitely affected by the shutdown, meaning that you there is nowhere to play them online anymore if you don't um that's it. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> um are the first Arma, uh Arma Cold War Assault, Armor 2, Armor 2 Free. Um, Borderlands, the first Borderlands, 
Dungeon Defenders, the PS3 version, not, and the PS3 and the non-Steam version, I guess. Um, Halo Combat Evolved, so the first Halo. Saints Row 2, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, and Star Wars Battlefront 2, which has a huge cult following. Um, Stronghold 2 as well, cult following. Uh, Stronghold Legends and Take on Helicopters. Um, <laughs> Status Unknown, real quick. Civilization 3, Civilization 4. Um, the original Crisis, Crisis Warhead, Crisis Wars, uh, the original Far Cry, Medieval, Total War, Medal of Honor, Pacific and Allied Assault, Battlefield 2142, as well as Battlefield Bad Company 2 and Vietnam, uh, Red Dead Redemption for the PC, obviously, um, Two Worlds 2, which sucked anyways, it doesn't really matter, um, SWAT 4, uh, pretty much all the Tom Clancy games, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, and, you know, a few other ones. Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit 1 and 2, and um, not, not too much more. But, uh, yeah, kind of sucks. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even know games were still around. Yeah, I, I used to use that back when I was, like, that, that in, the, in the 90s I used it. Like, it's been around forever. It has. And then Steam came. <laughs> and the story so, ended there. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a it was a cool service. I mean, it they basically had servers for you to play games, and it just made it easy. Because back then it was nothing. I mean, you 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 connected directly to other people. Like if you wanted to play a game with somebody, you knew their IP address, yeah. and you plug that in to play with them. You know, in the service like this, a couple other ones were out too, but this was the biggest one where you said, "Oh, cool! I just have to click on," you know. And now that that functionality is inside of games. You know, so it's it's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a useless service. It doesn't make yeah. any sense to be around anymore. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, moving on into comic news. While Facebook has been buying up a bunch of mobile apps and Oculus, uh, it seems that Amazon is making a move towards getting the comic readers. On Thursday, it was announced that Amazon had acquired or is acquiring Comixology, the highly successful digital comic platform. Quote, We've long admired the passion Comixology brings to changing the way we buy and read comics and graphic novels. Amazon VP of Content Acquisitions and Digital Publishing David Nagar told The Verge, uh, We're looking forward to investing in the business and growing the team and together bringing comics and graphic novels even, um, to even more readers. Amazon has been flirting with comics, but they mostly offered only graphic novels through their traditional service. Comixology does offer an app on their Kindles, which was also the top-grossing non-game iPad app of 2013. Of course, the concern of many, which is invalid at this point, is that they will uh, get rid of the app. It is doubtful that they will ditch the app, which has been, uh, which they have worked hard to get titles from Marvel and DC on their service. Amazon has been trying to make itself a strong, more independent service that just that isn't just a place to get you know stuff you want cheap. This comes on the heels of Amazon purchasing Double Helix games earlier this year, which wasn't long before their announcement of the Fire TV set-top. Um, now, the term and conditions of the deal were not revealed, but Amazon hopes to have the acquisition completed by the second quarter of 2014. I don't think the app will go away. While they do offer... Um, while they do offer a comic book store service, it will most likely ditch that option and go completely digital, which is what all the comic retailers fear. For comic book fans, it is good news if you're digital. Going, um, However, it isn't any better for comic retailers, which has already been kind of shaky. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, it makes sense. Um you know, Comixology is pretty much kind of their their own deal, but having somebody like Amazon who has kind of their hands in all these different kind of media outlets, because they're really kind of centering themselves as a media content type of uh, company as opposed to just selling stuff online, because you have yeah. Amazon Prime and now you have Amazon TV, um, the T uh, Fire TV, uh, you know, the Kindles, and then you have... Uh, Comixology, of course, they don't. Ha they're trying to have something like Netflix with Prime, but you know, it, it's it's slow and going. But they're doing original content, so it really seems like they're just kind of, you know, saying, "Hey, yeah, you can get free stuff here, but we also have more value." And um, I'm sure there'll probably be some type of deal that will be with like Amazon Prime customers 
for Comixology. I'm pretty sure of that. See, that would be kind of cool. Like if you were a Prime member and you got like free comics or something. Or get a discount on them because most more often than not, you're not getting any kind of discount even when you buy them. And that's one of the things people think about like with digital. Like, yeah, they're hurting. It's like, no, they're not stealing people away because they're offering them at the same price as you buy for a regular comic book. It's, yeah. You know, it's like buying a video game online as opposed to buying the physical disc. And also, pe- the people who are making the comics are still getting paid. Yeah. Like that's what that's what I always find weird. Like, oh, it's a digital comic on Comicsology, so I want to support the artist, so I'm going to buy it in the store. It, you're supporting the paper processing plant. <laughs> like, right. It's the only people. Uh, it's just so stupid. Like you're still supporting the the artists and the writers and all that. It's yeah, because you're not paying yeah. any less. You know, you're paying the same amount for that, but the only person that would only be hurt by that would be the actual physical comic book brick and mortar stores yeah so yeah of course i mean that's that's going to be affected too but you know as much as i love you know the olden days when i used to go to comic book stores you hang out for hours and and buy. i mean times change man yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do you know yeah and as you get older you got you find that you can't store all of them <laughs> exactly i don't even i don't even collect comics anymore. i'll get when i buy a comic book i read it and i give it to somebody there's no point in keep first of all none of the comics that are printed today are going to be worth fucking dick right yeah not like they used to be yeah yeah well i mean like for me if i buy anything i'm buying a graphic novel yeah that's different i'll keep that yeah you know you keep that you have it up because it's a whole complete story and for me then you know like i'll i'll do that but yeah yeah i agrees with you agrees with you that's right with you so Issue number 27 of Deadpool uh, saw the Merc with the Mouth finally get married after a long and strange relationship with a succubus named uh, Shikla, I think. Um, While it's interesting enough that Deadpool, of all people, got married, the fact that his wedding has broken a world record that most didn't even know existed, including myself, is even more of a treat. Uh, From the image on thelazygeeks.com, yeah. Uh, you can pretty much guess what the record is. Deadpool number 27's cover contains a record-breaking 224 comic book characters as well as eight comic creators all in one place at the same time. The cover was drawn by artist Scott Koblish with colors by Val Staples. The issue is, by itself is pretty fantastic as well, being an oversized issue. Aside from the wedding, there are plenty of side stories to keep your keep the entertainment up. Make sure, you, make sure yeah, so go... Go to the go to lazygeeks.com and and if you click on the image twice, I guess it will bring <laughs> up it will bring up a full scale thing of it, and it's just so much fun. I spent yeah, a I good spent 10 a long minutes, time, and you, you're seeing characters that you haven't seen in fucking decades yeah. at this damn wedding, yeah, and some of the common ones, you know. I see Groot in the back holding it down, you know, yeah. and uh. Oh yeah, there's 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 a lot. Who's the big dude in the window? <laughs> like, there's this big dude in the window, and I recognize him, but I can't I can't place his name. Yeah, there's there's a ton in there. Like you'll see Loki in there. Um, you see like the Fantastic Four. Um, yeah, you know, there's a ton, a ton in there. It's actually I mean, I I have to admit, and this was the thing too that they. Uh, that they noted too. I, I remember reading this was um, that the world record was 232, I think, or 222, or something like that, of mm-hmm. recognizable characters. Like these are characters that that even the more, you know, pedestrian of comic book readers would be able to figure out. You know, like you didn't have to like know. And there's a ton more than just that in there, but those are like niche characters, like characters you would look and go, oh shit, that's you know. Red yeah, Hulk this, I can't, yeah, Red Hulk. I can't even remember the name of that. But the fucking the cooking pot on her head with the F on her chest. It's just like a towel wrapped around her neck. Yeah. Like, I can't. That's there for you to enjoy. There's a few uh, fake-ass lanterns. There's Moon Knight, dude. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see him the first time. What the fuck? Next to Spider-Woman, you know he's getting that ass. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Moon Knight, don't fuck around. Hell no. So. 
anyway, we move on from this. But that, that was pretty. Uh, it's pretty cool. And and I haven't read the issue yet. I have it, and I haven't read it. I I really want. I've seen like if you play the okay real quick. If you play the Deadpool video game that just came out, oh, right. the game's actually pretty fun. And the the just for the storyline and the the ridiculousness because you're you're seeing you're seeing the world the way Deadpool sees it, and Deadpool's fucking insane. Right. So there's things going on that you're like, what the fuck? But there's a few interactions with um, Shukla or whatever, and he dances with her. <laughs> You know, silly shit. You know, so it's um, and she in the at least from what I saw in the video game, she looks like she genuinely loves the dude, um, because she's uh, she kills people like she takes people's soul, but you can't kill Deadpool, right? So it's it's this interesting situation, but um, and Captain America, we fucking hold it at that American tie on, yeah. Shit. All right, so whatever, but. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. When you look at that cover, you got to look at everything. It's yeah. it's a pretty impressive cover. All right, uh, moving on into tech news. Um, I know some of you out there in the mobile universe probably don't use or want the Facebook Messenger app on your device. I uh, refrain from using the word can't unless you're a Windows Phone user. Um, however, Facebook is going to make sure that you all will need it at some point. Uh, first, they're going to start it in, in some European countries. In the next two weeks, some European users will be forced to answer and to send message. Will be forced to answer and send messages through the uh, through Facebook via the Ma- Facebook Messenger on their mobile device. The Messenger button will remain in the main Facebook app, and when you tap to see it, users will be booted out to Messenger, which means that you'll have to download it for iOS or Android. Speaking to The Verge, a Facebook spokesperson. Uh, Facebook spokesperson confirmed that stripping out Messenger out of the main Facebook app w- will not be a test. At some point in the near future, this method will be used in every country. However, there are a few exceptions. Lower-end Android devices that have memory constraints won't be forced to download Messenger. Secondly, Windows Phone and tablet users will still see their messages through the main app. Lastly, messaging will remain in an, um, in their new paper app. You can imagine that they will probably work on a Messenger for tablets, and then it'll be universal. I actually use the Messenger app on my mobile device, not a, not my tablet, and find that the experience is better than actually trying to navigate through the main app. Not to mention that the main Facebook app is so bloated as it is, removing it could actually make it less um, make it use less resources. I mean, it may not be a lot of space, but a slimmer app is a faster app. Aesthetically, having two Facebook apps on your home screen can be a bit of a pain in the butt. But to be completely honest, I actually have Messenger on my home screen while the main Facebook app is on the second page. Uh, It makes more sense since I use Messenger to talk to nearly everyone I know. The main Facebook app has gotten better in the last couple of years, but it's still still glitchy to say the least. So consider yourself warned. I don't know what all everyone's bitching about. Let Let me explain something real quick. You don't know fucked up. When it comes to Facebook, until you got a Windows phone, they even have an app. You know who made the Facebook app for Windows Phone? Fucking Microsoft made it, and it sucks massive, like a bag of dicks. It really sucks. Now, how do you, there is how do you no suck messenger a bag app of either. dicks? Like, how do you suck a bag of dicks? Like one at a time? Ask Microsoft because that's what they're doing. So there is no messenger app either because Facebook Messenger is quote-unquote integrated into the phone when it decides to work. Um, <laughs> Now, I have the Facebook app as well as the Messenger app on my phone, uh, the new phone, the Nexus 5. And I'm actually, the, the, the Facebook app has always been kind of heavy. Like, yeah. it takes a minute to start up. So, like, not a minute, but like a little bit. Yeah. But Messenger's actually really cool. I like how you have a little pop up, the little chat uh, heads. Little chat heads and yeah. stuff. I haven't had any problems with that. I think it's real slick. It's been working real great. Because I remember I used, I used the Facebook Messenger app when it first came out, and that shit sucked. Yeah. Like it was useless. It would always fuck up. But it's pretty dope now. The Facebook app isn't bad either. Yeah, I mean, it hangs sometimes, you yeah. know, but so does Facebook on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, yeah. I, I love the, I love the, the, that, it was something I posted on my Facebook today about, like, Facebook. It's like, oh, isn't it great that you can, it'll ask you, which one do you want? Do you want the news feed or you want, you know, you want 
top news or do you want you know recent posts select recent posts but if you close that app and you go back into it it still goes back to their what they believe is top news exactly you know um yeah i mean i've always liked the messenger app um and the chat heads are always kind of nice especially if you have a couple of conversations going at the same time and you get that little string of heads that pop out um but yeah i've always liked that one better because you know, if you start a if you start a message, you can go into it, enter it, and then when they reply, then the chat head pops up, and then you don't have to open the app every single time. And it's kind of something I I look at it and I'm like oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, I'm stealing one of Steve's stories because I well because I can really. Let's be honest. <laughs> So this one was actually kind of funny to me because people legitimately were freaking the fuck out. Um, this is the Instagram hmm. one for Steve because I didn't put it in the notes because I'm a douchebag. Um, <laughs> if you are having trouble, if you are having or were having trouble uploading your latest selfie or your lunch to Instagram, then <laughs> <laughs> then know, know that you're not the only one. Around 9.26 a.m., I'm assuming this was what day was this? This was Saturday. Saturday. Um, Instagram is suffering from an outage. After a few minutes, some people reported that the site was up again, only to go down a little bit later. According to Is It Down Right Now, I love that site. I go there for Steam when Steam's fucking up. (laughs) Uh, The server stopped pinging back around 8.49 a.m. Some of you may have noticed the issue when their feed wouldn't refresh but the app would still open. Instagram's only con- confirmation that there is an issue via a tweet. We're working to fix a feed delivery issue. Thank you for your patience. That was tweeted about an hour ago with no further update. Um, well, obviously not an hour ago, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometime during Saturday. Of course, users have turned to Twitter to express their frustration, but most of it has been humorous using the Instagram is down uh, hashtag. In the meantime, you will not be able to upload. Um, well, I'm not going to read that because I'm assuming it's up now. Yeah, it's it was um, it fixed. It was down for a total of about almost four hours. Um, I don't really use Instagram. Yeah, but so. no real like no real uh, um, explanation as to why it went down. It was funny too because it was. I think uh, my Instagram is is the lazy geeks Instagram. And uh, so I was like, oh, cool. You know, I haven't posted anything in a while. So I was going to post. I took a picture of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Blu-ray. About to post it up. And all of a sudden, it's just like, wah, 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 wah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then all of a sudden, I went over to Twitter. And all of a sudden, I see all these, you know, my food's getting cold. Hashtag Instagram is down. You know, stuff like that. And See, (laughs) the reason why it was so funny is because... The majority of people were just being dumb, like making jokes and stuff. Yeah. And there's that occasional thrown in the mix, like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm like, yeah. dude, it's Instagram. Calm down. I know. It's not like it's down forever, dude. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, it, it is funny, too, because, yeah, yeah, everybody, it was all food jokes. You know, everybody's like going, you know, it's like, great, I have the best breakfast in the world and I can't show anyone, you know? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was, a, there, there was a vine that I saw, um. And it was it was Saturday night, so that must have been why it was up. Um, it, <laughs> he asked the chick. It's you hear someone in the background saying, "No, I don't. No, mom, I don't want. I don't want dinner because Instagram's down. How the hell am I supposed to eat it, stupid bitch?" <laughs> I was fucking rolling. <laughs> Damn. I mean, it's just Instagram. Like, yeah. I'm thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna get Instagram on my phone and I'm gonna I'm gonna log into the Lazy Geeks thing. So if I see something cool, you know, throw a picture up. But I never understood the whole. I'm gonna take a picture of everything I fucking do. It's like why? Yeah, I mean, unless you're like hot, um, you know, I, ladies, please pay attention to what yeah. Steve's saying. <laughs> yeah, unless you're like hot and you're you know showing off, you know, something that you think people will want go ahead you know do that landscape pictures i get it you know it's cool and stuff like that but you're showing off like when you're tweet you when you're instagramming a picture of your latte from starbucks we've uh, all seen one before we, we know how they work for me usually a lot of times it's if i'm out i'm doing something or you know me or you know with someone or whatever um but a lot of times 
it's either for the web, for the podcast or <laughs> it's whatever geeky shit I bought that day. Yeah. You know, it's just a spread comic books. Boom. That that's, that's what you're saying, you know, or like I did today with the stack of video games that I have, which one should I play today? You know? So I wonder, I wonder if, uh, if Instagram will freak out if we're both logged into the same account. I don't think so. Yeah. I have multiple. What's what's the worst that could happen? It would go down, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, and then you have people with describe your food for me. <laughs> I'm gonna close my eyes. <laughs> I'm go- I can imagine. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move. I'm gonna read this one. Um, well, you know what? We don't even need to read it, really. We just talk about it. Um, First, we right, need to so introduce. First, we need to introduce this this section. Because introducing shit. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, many times, people, companies, um, or someone does something that's simply straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called "This Week's This Bitch." Yeah, and that's hashtag this bitch. If you find something funny that just someone acting like an idiot, exactly. hashtag that shit on Twitter. Yeah, go you know. you just say lazy geeks. Give us a link or what what have you, and hashtag it. This our bitch life easier because we don't have to find anything. Exactly. I mean, it's cool to really hear from you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> there's a company, Steve. This is a a large organization out mm-hmm. there. Um, well, let's paint a picture. Windows XP. Um, Ended Microsoft ended support for Windows XP on the eighth of this month, very recently. Yeah, yeah. last week. they have been talking about this for probably six years. <laughs> let's see, like, XP hey, was up for twelve. I think they've been talking for about ten. <laughs> the, the, let's just put it this way: at this point, the the person or entity that wanted XP to go away the most was Microsoft, yeah. because they have already moved on three times. They they yeah. four times, no, three times. Three times. They, Think they about it. Think about that though. Three operating systems ago. Exactly. And the only reason they tried to they tried to end support a couple times, but there was a huge outrage, and and they said fine. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, they, they no company can do that. You have to kill it eventually. So yeah. they said April. Well. This particular organization that we're talking about decided to not heed those warnings and to just clearly not give a fuck. <laughs> so now they have to pay Microsoft. And actually, I am going to pull this up because I want to get the exact number. Um, so they had approximately 110,000 Windows Power desktops. Of those, 52,000, or about 47%, have been upgraded to Windows 7. But the remainder of them are running XP. I'm talking about running XP like right now. Right. Okay. Um, that should give you an idea of how outdated the system is. Exactly. So now this particular organization, uh, the reason I'm really making this long because it's really going to sting when I tell you who it is, um, uh, had $300 million worth of IT improvements on hold because of budget issues. One of those was the XP to 7 migration. Okay, budget issues. They can't afford it. Right. So now <laughs> they have to pay Microsoft for custom support, what Microsoft calls custom support. So they have to pay $30 million to Microsoft. And how much was the upgrade? $3 million? The upgrade was, that's a good question. I can't remember how much it was. Oh, I thought you oh. said like the budget was like. Three million for or something like that. Oh, three hundred million worth of IT improvements, but one of them was the XP to seven migration. It's mm. a bunch of other shit too. Right. Um, but the uh, it was thirty million. Oh, now we find out that you've been struggling to come up with thirty million to finish migrating to Windows Seven, even though Microsoft announced two thousand eight. Yeah, so it was actually going to cost. Oh, I'm sorry, I read it wrong. So it was it was going to cost them thirty million to finish. The upgrading to Windows 7. That's a lot. Yeah. So now they need to buy this custom support. Custom support for all these computers, it's $200 per computer. That's Microsoft's standard rate. And they're charging their standard rate because they <laughs> Microsoft is mad. They don't want to support it. Exactly. $11.6 million for one year. That's a third one year, of the right? budget. Yeah. Third of the budget. So 
Okay, it's a little cheaper. I get it. This organization is a fucking IRS. So <laughs> the IRS isn't paying for it. We are paying for it. Yeah. The American people are paying because these fuckheads couldn't figure out a better alternative. Meanwhile, other countries across the planet have either switched to Windows 7 or have gone with a cheaper alternative, little Linux in there, you know, put Linux and migrate to that, and they've had no problems doing that at all, especially at the business level. Yeah. You know. But, of course, our country, the United States of America, always is embarrassing the shit out of its citizens, making us look stupid as fuck to everybody else, right? Yeah. This is in the same month that I'm constantly reading, because Windows XP is losing support, Okay been hearing about it i've been hearing about it for years so i know the irs has been hearing about it for years um all this the beginning of this month and last month i'm hearing all these like areas of the world migrated to linux or even upgraded to windows 7 or whatever migrating to linux is easier because you don't have to upgrade your computer if you have an older computer whatever i've even heard some upgrading to Macs. you know it's just like yeah it depends on the business yeah you know what i mean so and if you upgrade to Mac, you're already fucking balling anyway. I know, right? Uh, you know, whatever. But Mac, Mac gives little uh, cutbacks for businesses too. Be that as it may, upgrade to something. They're taking care of business. But one of the most important entities in the United States <laughs> is full of a bunch of schmucks. Yep. And I'm not surprised. Yeah. So it's what are you going to do? It's just, it's hilarious. You think about it, you're like, really, guys? Yeah, it's a 30-year budget would have been to finish the upgrade, and now you're paying a third of that to fucking support something that should have already been done. This I, is the remaining $18.4 million for of the budget would be used to purchase new PCs to replace the old ones running XP. If all 58,000 remaining PCs were swapped for newer devices, the IRS would be spending an average of $317 per system. That's a fucking good deal. That is. Um, And just to keep it in perspective, because I'm talking a lot of shit about my own government, um, the IRS isn't the only government agency that has acknowledged paying for post-retirement XP support. UK government, um, for example, has paid Microsoft more than $5.5 million approximately uh, 5.5 million pounds, so approximately $9.2 million uh, for Windows XP Office 2003 and Exchange 2003 patches uh, for the next 12 months. I just... No offense, guys. UK, I love you. You know, you're <laughs> fucking up too. What are yeah. you going to do? Um, but for every, for every, like, professional organization, government or business or whatever, if you're told something for six years and you don't get your fucking shit together... You're you're a moron. No, you're a bitch. That's, what That's right. This bitch. This bitch. Our own government. Yep. Now, if you'd like to recommend a this bitch for the podcast, please recommend it on our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/thelazygeeks one word, or mention to us on Twitter at thelazygeeks. Uh, hashtag it with this bitch. This bitch. This bitch. Oh man, that's just I. You know, and it's funny too because I've have been ta- I've talked to a couple of people that have been like, why can't they just simply support XP? Why do they have to end it? It's like, do you realize that that's a twelve-year-old operating system? Mm-hmm. Most of your most of the things you have in your house aren't even twelve years old. <laughs> Imagine having your 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 uh, uh, your first phone, your first smartphone. Your first cell phone, basically. It's not even smartphones at that point. The flip phones, the old, you know, the old razors, you know. Yeah. It's just like, imagine still using that. It's just, it doesn't work. Especially now when you have the whole, you know, heart bleed, stuff like that. It's like, you know, you can't even run it, you know. Well, people, I, it's, and people come into my job. I'm a computer technician, okay. People come into my job. And they're like, Windows XP works fine. I don't understand why we have to get rid of it. Blah, blah, blah. And I tell them the same shit. I go, listen, Microsoft doesn't need to support an operating system with old fucking code that isn't compatible with more than half of the shit that people are doing nowadays. You think of that, and you also think the third parties, so video game creators and hardware creators, they have to make fucking drivers for XP. Yeah. Because Microsoft, it's still an active 
OS, they were probably all cheering and jumping for joy. Because good luck trying to get DirectX 12 to work on Windows <laughs> XP. Yeah, good luck trying to get the the new version of fucking what do you call it? Uh, Battlefield 4 or WoW or yeah. Diablo we're, we're 3. Talking, we're talking about the people in my job that come in and go, I want you to install Outlook Express on my new computer. And Outlook Express doesn't exist anymore. Well, that's stupid. I'm like, no, it's not stupid because there's about 800 different programs that do this shit better. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's amazing sometimes where you're like, why, why, why? It's like I'd introduce you to stupidity, but you're obviously best friends. <laughs> so you obviously get along extremely well at this point. Yeah, I think you're butt fucking <laughs> stupidity. That's how close you are. Oh man! All right. Well, that is it for another edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast. Uh, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next time, a peace out. <laughs> everyone, Steven here. Now that you're cleaning yourself up from that auditory orgasm you just experienced, we wanted to let you know there's more where that came from. The Lazy Geeks Network gives you eight brand new episodes a month with five different shows. How do we find time to do all that? We have no idea, but we do it all for you. And the best thing about it is that it's all free. First off, we give you our weekly podcast, the Lazy Geeks Podcast, which covers all the big news stories of the week. After that, we give you a second helping during your crazy week with new installments of our monthly podcasts. First up, the Cinephile Podcast, which is movie geeks talking about movies. After that, we hit you up with the Lazy Ring of Death Podcast, which covers gaming and technology news, reviews, new releases, and editorial content in this fanboy-driven tech and gaming world. Every third week, we offer you a look into the life of two grown-up geeks that have to make it in the real world talking about stuff that only grown-up geeks want to talk about in our Geek in the Life podcast. Lastly, we have our comic-centric show, In the Ink podcast, where we cover comic news, new releases, reviews, and some recommendation, recommendations that you've may missed during the last month. Not only do we have all these podcasts, but we have a website, thelazygeeks.com, where you can get all sorts of news, videos, reviews, and artwork in the world of geekdom. To get these podcasts, you can either subscribe to us on iTunes under The Lazy Geeks Network, or get it off the website, thelazygeeks.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. By the way, uh, you missed a bit on your chin. <laughs>